from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we begin the Wednesday edition of Big Bets here on VSIN. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw here at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Amal, I don't know if you were enthralled in the judge wildness all rise for Aaron Judge hitting number 60, but we have props today yeah. that we're going to get into with Aaron Judge because you can bet on anything. And now it's going to be... No, no, don't say that because that's such a misnomer. I always hear people say, oh, you can bet on anything in Vegas. I'm like, no, you actually can't. But you can bet on, well, which team is going to hit his 60-second home run against? Is he going to win the Triple Crown? We'll get to all those props in just a minute. Because, look, is it gripping the nation? Are you gripped by the Aaron Judge? And I don't know what you really look at as the true home run record. Uh, well... First of all, I look at the Barry Bonds record because everybody else was on the hot sauce back then as well. So he was doing it against guys that were also juicing. And he was seeing one pitch a week and depositing it. It was and, impressive. And he also did not have the benefit of playing in that little league ballpark known as Yankee Stadium Whoa. in the Bronx. So that's why you're saying historically no, the, the, the Roger Maris's, the Babe Roofs, they've come no, to Yankee Stadium. But this is new Yankee Stadium. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm not talking about the old Yankee okay. Stadium. I'm talking about the new Yankee Stadium. Yeah, because the old one was harder to hit, at least in center field. It's center, definitely. But down the lines, I think it was still 309 down right field line there. Uh, I believe that Kelly Bidlin's got the call of Judge hitting number 60. Let's take a listen to what it sounded like last night in the boogie now known as the Bronx. The 3-1. Swung on that. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. He's tied the babe. It's a judging blast. His 60th home run of the year. Wow. All rise. There comes the judge. Did he say a babian? Home, like it's a Ruthian. You that's know, where, that's where, I thought he said Ruthian. Did he say Ruthian? Yeah. I thought he said. I was going to say. Well, come on. Like I know we're trying new calls out, but it's a Ruthian blast. Move over, babe. Yeah, that's you've what he got said. company. And so, like, if you're a kid and you're there last night and you get the ball, I got to ask you, what's the right thing to do? What's the proper etiquette? Do you give it back to the Yankees? I'm calling my guy Ken Golden at Golden Auctions. We're getting on the block on Tuesday. <laughs> there we go. Thank you, Amal. Thank what are you, you kidding that's, me? That's the right thing. Well, you see, it's a melee. Well, listen, people rob banks. They don't get this much money. I'm bringing lead pipes, man. It's game time. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, think about this. Oh, you catch a baseball. It's worth half a million dollars. You go hold up a bank. You might be getting 20K. Yeah, and that's all going to be. That money's going to be And marked. you're doing 20 years? Yeah, it's not worth it. So you do. You think it's an all-out free-for-all. Get that ball and then. Once you have the ball, you have 
you do not owe the Yankees or Aaron Judge anything. Just, where, where, where did you find this guy? In a polite <laughs> socialist? In a polite where, society? Polite, Aaron, Aaron, Dave, I feel like I can politely ask Aaron Judge for $100,000 in return for his ball. <laughs> first of like, all, I, 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 I want to know why you're underselling yourself second. Did you get the ticket for free to the Yankees? Give you the ticket? No, you paid for that ticket, right? That's true. Are you kidding me? Good oh, point. you gave the guy the ball back. Yeah, I give go, a jersey, I go, you know what? Let me tell you something right now. That guy's the guy that takes the first offer on a job when they pay him the salary and they say, this is what we're offering. He's like, oh, thank you. Let's hear from Aaron Judge as now he is embarking on history. There's no other way around it. Uh, we're talking about, obviously, in the context of all-time Yankee records. We'll get to some of those props in a second. But let's hear from Judge after home run number 60. I don't think about the numbers. And, you know, when you talk about Ruth and Maris and Mantle and all these, you know, Yankees greats that, you know, there's so many great things in this game. You know, you know, you never imagine as a kid, you know, getting mentioned with them. But... You know, it's, it's it's an incredible honor, you know, and, um, you know, something I don't take lightly at, light, lightly at all. So he doesn't take it lightly, but he doesn't want to talk about the numbers. He even mentioned that when he hit number 60, you know, his thought process was we're still down, and then Giancarlo Stanton hits the walk-off grand slam. They get the win. The Yankees are back, baby. The history that he's talking about there is we're talking about the all-time greats. Amal, he's not under contract next year. He he technically could walk there's no way you can let a Yankee god walk in his prime. And by the way, if you think he's going to win the Triple Crown, it's juice to the yes at minus $1.15. No is minus. We're talking about the Triple Crown, Amal. So, like, forget about MVP. Now we're talking Triple Crown. You can't let this guy resign somewhere else, can you? Well, so here's the thing. I, I look at it a lot differently than other people. I think the Yankees are in serious peril when it comes to the postseason. Oh. This team doesn't put the ball in play cons- consistently. They were fortunate enough. They get five uh, batters in a row that reach, including Stanton's walk-off grand slam against the Pirates yesterday. They were trailing in that game 8-4, to four, end up winning at 9-8, five runs in the bottom of the ninth. You know, Josh Towers talks about this all the time. When guys are going into free agency, and Josh, the former big league pitcher, that guys always are hyper-focused. Have a great year. Now, let's say you sign him. He's going to probably want about a 10-year deal. Aaron Judge right now, I believe, is 30 years old. He's going to be uh, 31 in April of next year. 30 is the new 20. Okay. Yeah, sure. Is that what and, the kids and, say? And they can all say it, but I'm going to tell you right now, when it comes to performance <laughs> on the field, it doesn't work that way. Here's what I would offer him. I would offer him a five-year deal with the highest annual average salary. But I would not go long term on him because look, this this stiff they got from UCLA named Garrett Cole. Yeah. Let me tell you right now. Tell me how you feel about his contract in another five six years because he's got six years left on it. This is a guy that's paid like an ace. He's not Scherzer. He's not Degrom. He's not Clayton Kershaw. He's not out there mowing guys down when it matters most. You're going to sign Judge to this contract. Is he going to help you win championships at a level that justifies the salary? Because you're going to overpay. You're going to end up giving him a 10-year, 450 deal. Is he going to be worth it in the back ends of year 6 through 10? You better get some spider tack if you want that uh, Garrett Cole deal to start paying off. Absolutely. Uh, so now we've got some props. We mentioned Triple Crown. By the way, w- yeah. what would you if you had to wager on that? Would you take the yes at minus $1.15 that he actually does uh, hit for the Triple Crown this year? Or would you play the no at minus $1.05? Now, look, I mean – this is rarefied air that we're talking about, right? I, I'm trying to think, like, like Yaz comes to mind, was one of the last guys to do it. Miguel, Miguel Cabrera. Miggy did it, yep. right? But before that, I think it was Yaz. It hadn't, hadn't, it hadn't been done since the 60s. 67, I think, so yeah. We're, we're talking about generational stuff here. Well, no question about it. Look, the home run and the RBI title are well within, obviously, uh, just completely done. Yeah. They're, they're already his. He's it's got 60 average. homers to 37. RBIs right now, 128 to 115. Jose Ramirez in second there. Right now, you've got Xander Bogarts at 315, Luis Arise at 314. Um, To me, he's ahead. The one area where I think Judge will benefit is that I think he'll he'll get walked. And the other two guys, Bogarts and— They're going to pitch to him. Well, they're going to pitch to him. The Twins and the the Red Sox are out of it, so— It'll be interesting to see. I, I don't. When I think of Aaron Judge, I don't think of him as a guy who's an average, uh, for average hitter. Right. But he's been hot over the last 10, 15 games. I was looking back over. I mean, he's got at one point he had nineteen hits and forty eight bats or Ooh. something like that. This is why we've seen their average rise so quickly. Um, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I think this is a complete uh, toss up in terms of whether he wins the batting title because he's got two of the three. It's going to be the average. It's going to yeah, be the exactly. hardest one to get. Okay. Now let's get into even more of a fun market here. Which team 
will all rise. So 62. Which team will that happen against? Now, obviously, they got the, the Buckos still. So if you think he can hit two today, you would play 14 to one if you didn't get two bombs out there. Okay, then you see the next up on the schedules, right? You got the Sox and the Jays, and they get the Orioles. So if you think it's, it's not going to happen for a while, that's a longer shot at, at five to one. If you don't think he's going to hit 62 at all, 12 to one. I don't know how you handicap this market, but boy, I got to tell you, if they pitch to him today, Pittsburgh, and why wouldn't they? 14 to one to hit two bombs today? You know how this happens. They happen in cycles, they come in bunches. I wouldn't necessarily shy away from the 14 to one prop. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. And I, I don't think the odds are high enough on no 60 second homer because he's got to hit two homers in the next 15 games. Right. I mean, it, to me, it should be higher than 12 to one on that number. The Red Sox, they got a four game set at home. And then the Blue Jays, I, I think you're probably looking at the two between Red Sox and Blue Jays. Those are seven games because he could hit a homer today. And then you just need a single homer over the next seven games. Right. So it, it is, that's an interesting market, but I'm with you. The number I would not play is yeah. I do not play. He's not going to hit uh, 62 home runs. Not that you don't think he's going to get it, but the number's not good enough. Correct. He's just, he, there are certain teams that are not. Like the Pirates. This is what we're talking about today. You see the huge number for the Yankees today, laying 280. See that total is a low total, 7.5. Boy, what a great – if you had the Yankees in the money line yesterday, you just – you stole money because you probably shouldn't have got that with five yeah. in the bottle of the ninth and, and a walk-off grand slam. But, yeah, I think it's, it's viable. It's in play because the Buccos are going to pitch to them like they did yesterday. Right? They're not going to pitch around Aaron Judge. It's not like the Buccos are grinding for a win in September. No, you're correct. I, I think that's a crucial factor. I think with the Red Sox, similar situation. I mean, the Jays are get dicey, right? Because the Jays yeah. still need to win. Absolutely. I, I think Toronto probably approaches a little bit differently. But I think a guy like Cora, who manages the Red Sox, he's going to do everything he can to win. First of all, because of the rivalry, but also I think old school guys who've been in the game a long time are trying to be competitive for those other teams because you've always asked for that reciprocity in the past. Right. So I think something similar there. Very interesting. It's, it's fascinating. I do think it's great for the game. I do. And again, I think the MVP talk that's long been put to bed, uh, that's done. Now, when you're talking about Triple Crown, like no disrespect to Shohei. This is not a Shohei conversation. But we're talking about things that, as you mentioned, you're talking about Miggies. You're talking about Yaz. You're talking about historic figures of the game. And Triple Crowns just don't happen they happen maybe every four decades in the game of baseball. And you've got a realistic shot. And, again, juiced a little bit to the over uh, at minus 115 for the, for the yes, that he gets the triple crown. All, I think that's great for the game if that were to happen. Not saying that that's why teams should pitch to him, but I, I do think this would be gr- a great boon for baseball. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I know obviously it's not going to be negative, um, no, but right. I just don't think it raises the fan interest. I, I don't think anybody's like, oh, my gosh, you know, Obviously, in New York, people were interested. Look, I, I got to tell you right now, Judge could hit 1,000 homers, and the Houston Texans could be playing the Jacksonville Jaguars, and more people are watching that. Fire up the Texans, Jags. I'm with you, Ball. <laughs> That's I, I'm just telling about. you, it's, there's a different dynamic with football. I mean, Monday night, both games were terrible. Oh, they were awful. I got to tell you, I was fired up for those two games like it was the NFC and AFC championship game. So was I. Those big hopes on KC8. <laughs> It didn't work out very well. Uh, we have a great show, by the way, uh, on board for today. Going to have Steve Mackin join us this hour. Tank Williams going to join us at the top of the hour. And my guy Carl Paulson is going to talk all things President's Cup and golf in hour number two. Just getting it started here on Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Start your football season off on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, 24 7 video, season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long. Pro tools like our exclusive betting splits and pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights to help up your betting game. Sign up for our discounted football special. Get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become part of the sports betting network back alongside them all shy i mentioned them all that we have a great show today steve mackin is going to join us here in a little bit talk about his numbers and again tank williams the former tennessee titans defensive back figure out what's going on with those titans oof rough I, I, start dave when you introduce a guy like tank williams mm-hmm. and you go to stanford yeah you got to say stanford first over tennessee 100 percent. tank is a really smart guy well, I just look at like a guy like me wouldn't qualify for the visitors towards Stanford, let alone get wait, in. Wait, wait, you seem like a guy that could have had like all admission wherever you want to go across the country. <laughs> no, I got in on test scores. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, listen, I, school's just about showing up and doing the work. I got in as my buddy Dave Feldman once said, oh, you went to VCU? That's like, well, they take your pulse. Yeah, the same like, the, you know, it's, it, there's so many of those college jokes that are the same for acro- across <laughs> the board. Those, those, well, those Stanford guys, it's a little bit harder to get into. And Carl Paulson, not only a golf guy, but South Carolina. We don't want to talk about the South Carolina-Georgia game last week, but we'll ask Carl not only a President's Cup, but also see how he think, feels about his Gamecocks going forward. Uh, we do have football, obviously, this week. We got a Thursday night game coming up here with the Browns and the Steelers. And I want to take a look at the AFC North now as we stand here through two weeks. Okay, because the whole division lost last week. The entire division. Now, I know there's only four teams in it. So it really didn't change the pecking order that much from a betting perspective here because the Ravens are still the small favorites at minus ten. What's interesting to me is I think where the Browns, after that collapse against the Jets, yeah. they've drifted a little bit to plus 350 the Steelers were the longest shots to win the division anyway. A lackluster offensive performance two weeks in a row. They're now 8-1. to one, But the Browns and the Bengals at plus 350. I know we both like the Ravens coming into the year. So it's not like we're going to get off that, that spot. But if you had to take one of the teams there in Ohio, would you go with the Bengals or the Browns at the same price tag? Well, let's just be positive because I grew up in the state of Ohio. So let's say 50% of this division, there's a possibility of winning the division is going to come from Ohio. One or two shots. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> uh, but in reality, I, I still think it's the Ravens. I thought they collapsed. And, you know, when you look back on what's going on in the AFC right now, I think you there are certain teams that are going to sit there and say, my God, what missed opportunities. The Chargers on the road at Kansas City. Right. The Raiders at home oh, against man. the Cardinals. The Ravens at home with the even bigger lead than the Raiders at home against the Dolphins. Um, the Bengals in that opener against the Steelers. Mm-hmm. The Browns at home against the Jets. <sighs> you talk about five teams with missed opportunities to really jump on. Because, Dave, when you look at all these teams, they're going to fall between eight and ten wins. Right. Maybe an 11th win. 
But the reality is these head-to-head matchups, Baltimore and uh, Miami, it's going to matter. You look at potentially the Steelers and the Bengals from an AFC standpoint, it's going to matter. Browns, Jets, I don't think the Jets are going to matter, but still you need those conference wins. At least the Raiders came out of conference. It's unbelievable. I'm still going with the Ravens. I saw as high as plus 105 the other day. This is what's gotten so good, and and my kudos to uh, companies like DraftKings and other competitors like FanDuel and everybody else Mm -hmm. for getting out there and really raising the bar in the marketplace because now we would have never seen division odds in Vegas beforehand. Now you're seeing it, which makes a huge difference. You know, um, I know you're a socialist, Dave, as you stated earlier. I'm kidding, but... (laughs) That's why competition is good. Right. Greed, Greed is, is good. good. Gordon Gecko yeah, to my exactly right. Exactly right. 100%. <laughs> I'm looking to hawk a kidney for a million. Uh, <laughs> I'm with you. I, I see. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> I, I do look at this division. We talked about the South yesterday, right? And we, we've kind of said that nobody, you're not getting a wild card team out of the South. So you got to win that division in order to get in. I'm looking at the North now, Maul, and I'm going, is it realistic? I know the Raiders are 0-2. Is it realistic that four could come out of the West and you might only have a division winner to come out of this division after what we saw here in week two? You mentioned the calamities. I mean, the Ravens blew a 21-point halftime lead. You mentioned the Raiders. They blew a 20-point halftime lead. The Browns almost made history by blowing a 13-point lead inside of two minutes. Right? That just doesn't happen. And the Steelers, no offense in weeks one and two, and somehow they're one and one. So it's really hard for me to, to handicap these teams as playoff teams. Now, you look at the plus money to make the playoffs. Outside of the Ravens, everybody else is plus money. So the Bengals are plus $1.40. The Browns are plus $1.50. Steelers, 4-1. to one. Is that the better market to get into? Because you do have three wild cards versus potentially winning the division. Yeah, I think you have to evaluate the schedules. You have to look at who some of the upcoming opponents are because these numbers will change drastically based on that. Um, you know, there were a couple of teams we referenced yesterday, like Buffalo. The challenging part of their schedule is in the next four to six weeks. Right. Once they get through that, I think their season win total is going to be really difficult to potentially gauge because I think they're going to win a ton of games. Um, you'd have to look at the Bengals' schedule, see where they sit from your perspective in terms of what are they going to be able to do. Are they playing a team with a fierce pass rush? If they are, I'd be concerned about the Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals. If they're not, then you'd sit there and say, hey, maybe there's an opportunity for this team to improve. Are they better than the Browns? Look, the Browns have one thing up their sleeve. You're going to get a quarterback that we assume is going to be better than Jacoby Brissett, but I don't think this last game was on Brissett. Right. This one was on clock management yes. and the defense giving up a big play. So now we've got the Browns and the Steelers coming up here tomorrow night. This number's dropped down a little bit here. It's four and a half for the Browns at home. So look at, oh, I feel like a broken record. What year is this? The total is 38 and a half. You know, back, when I, back in my day, it was 37 and 47 were the key numbers. Those were like, you know, the low totals were 37. This is, I'm talking about the 80s, people. In the 2020s, those numbers almost got moved up by five full points. It became like 42 and 52. Now I'm seeing a total of 38. And it's up to 39, 38 and a half. Amal, I know these offenses, or at least one offense, is not good. And I, I guess it begs the question, how does Mike Tomlin get this offense going in Pittsburgh? Yeah, look, the bottom line is Pittsburgh has done one thing that has been criminal to their team. They have not drafted on the offensive line. No. Dave, they have not improved this line. Najee Harris is an incredible talent. I I love this kid and what he can do. But no matter how great of a running back you are, if you don't have five guys in front of you that can block, it's not going to matter, and that's the problem right now. Trubisky right now, uh, second worst uh, yards per pass attempt in the league for starters. But, you know, again, part of the thing I would say in his defense is this line is putrid. And until they get better, I, I just don't think they're going to have a chance. Um, the low total doesn't surprise me, though. you got a huge loss here. No J.J. Watt. This game feels like 24-20, 21-17, somewhere in that range. I think the reason why the totals are so low nowadays is not because everyone's throwing the ball more. I think it's the way the games are officiated. Okay. I don't know if you guys find yourselves doing this. On every single incomplete pass, it's the only time I wish I'm at the stadium. You know why? Looking for a flag. You got it. Yep. You nailed it right on the head. Because every time I'm looking, and you know where the flag is. If the flag is behind the line of scrimmage, it's going to be an offensive penalty. If it's anywhere outside of three yards past the line of scrimmage, it's going to be an illegal contact, defensive holding, or somewhere something along those lines, and it sustains a drive. So, I think that's why sometimes you see more scoring from that perspective. You know, the, the propensity to go for it on fourth down doesn't negatively impact the, the totals uh, from a, if you have an over or an under in this sense because every time somebody goes for it, 
they may extend a drive, but then they may not score. And then sometimes going for it, you forego a certain amount of points right. that also benefits you if you bet an under. So I think that kind of washes itself out. But the big problem is, are the penalty calls. I, I'm right there with you. And by the way, it does show a generational shift in football. Because, again, back then when you saw a flag, I'd say about 70% of the time was against the offense. Correct. Now, oh, you're right. Just look where it is. If it's on this side, the offensive side of the line of scrimmage, that'll tell you what you need to know. On the other side, it's going against the defense. That is a huge change as the, 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 the rules benefit the offense. But to your point about the under still hitting right now, these teams going for it. They don't get it. Three more minutes come off the clock. Yeah. Drives die deep in, in somebody exactly. else's red zone. Then they got a long field. Boy, it is, it is trickier to navigate right now the totals because they've been trending under early in the season, and now you're starting to see the adjustments with, with some of these totals. Again, you never see these in the 30s in 2022. Dave, you bring up a couple of great points. One, you mentioned the penalty percentage. I would say it was probably close to 75, 80, yeah. 20, or 25 in favor of the offense to the defense getting called for it. Now, I would actually say we're probably talking 60, 40 in favor of the defense because remember, what, one of the things that they've done is they've stopped calling those holdings, right. holding penalties where it doesn't necessarily affect You the see play. guys getting like oh my God. around the neck and they let it go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're not calling stuff against the offense. A- absolutely right. Um, and on the flip side, you know, I think it was the Raiders game on Sunday. It was a, there was a defensive holding and the flag came fairly late or they maybe the, the broadcaster saw it late, but they called it and you're like, Oh, and it just kept the drive alive. It, it just changed the dynamic of so many things here. And again, that's a great example. That second half, 20 points in the first half between the Raiders and the Cardinals. The total was 52. It took a lot of calls and a lot of chicanery, if you will, to, to hit the number 52 on the button 29-23 in overtime. Never thought it would get there, but it did. When we come back, Steve Mackin is going to join us. He has great numbers each and every week that you should be able to make a profit from. We'll discuss those with Steve when you come back with us right here on VEASAN Big Bets. Of course, this is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. VEASAN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VEASAN. The Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of VEASAN Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little bit different. Everyone is on their own journey, but whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. We are at South Point Casino and Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada. On a Wednesday, we are always joined by our guy Steve Mackinnon back in the great state of Wisconsin and Steve joins us now. You can follow him on Twitter, as I do, at Steve Mackinnon, our recent editor. First of all, Steve, have you gotten over the uh, the Scani loss to Washington State? Like, how did that happen? You know what? I was there. I was, <laughs> I was in the stands that day. Uh, I'm telling you, it wasn't – I wouldn't call it a fluke of any sorts. They, they weren't getting good push. They don't make big plays uh, other than maybe a couple they got against some of the weaker defenses that we they've faced so far. Um it just doesn't seem to be the same gritty type of Badger team that we're used to seeing. Well, one of the problems is outside of the one year they had Russell Wilson, Dave, it's been about 40 years since they've had a quarterback with a pulse. <laughs> At <laughs> least, just hey, a- I, I'll dispute that, actually. We had several NFL-level quarterbacks drafted. Stocko, Jim uh, Sorge doesn't count. Just because these guys <laughs> stole money because they fit, fit the, passed the eyeball test at the combine, Steve, does not count. I need a guy that can complete a forward pass more than five yards down the field with less than four minutes to go when you're playing Ohio State, Michigan, or Penn State. This team hasn't done it since you guys threw that ball, and I was at the game at Camp Randall in 03 when they hit Lee Evans on that oh, se- wow. on that 75-80 yard touchdown pass over Chris Gamble in that 17-10 game. And now we're talking. <laughs> Who the hell was the quarterback then? That guy's in witness protection. They're like, there's no way this guy went to Wisconsin. <laughs> hey, Steve, at least he got Aaron Rodgers, and it looks like the Packers are back on a good foot. So that that's a that's a success story in the state of Wisconsin. Let's talk about some of your effective stats that you have here as we get ready for week number three. We want you to explain the ex- effective stats rating uh, that you have out this week, Steve. What exactly is that in a nutshell? Okay, so what I have done here is I've taken all, all the – 
box scores the this season ran ran team strength ratings on a play by play basis. So I call it my effective yards per play ratings. And uh, what I've done is taken that and put it, I guess, equivalent to a power rating. Mm. Uh, so I've used my actual power ratings and the ESPN FPI ratings and compared them against these equivalent uh, yards per play power ratings to see if there were any marginal differences. Well, look at the two schools here, Amal. Yeah. And, and, and Steve, you've got a big-time showdown. I don't think a lot of people are expecting a big-time showdown at the big house this weekend, but here comes Maryland one of those teams that, that fit this profile. Tell us about the Terps and what you've seen so far and whether or not they're in play as a 17-point dog on Saturday. Yeah, I tell you what, the Terps are off to a fantastic start and, and actually carrying over from last year where they they won their last two games, scored 94 points, including a 54-10 win over Virginia Tech in the bowl game. So uh, this was one of my season win total over bets. I thought they were trending the right direction. They got a great passing attack that can keep them in ball games. Now, they sort of underachieved last week against SMU. They probably should have won that game by more than they did, but they still got the job done covering that game. So my equivalent yards per play power rating for them right now shows them as a 65, which uh, if you were to use that in an actual power rating, they'd be the fourth best teams in the country right now. Wow. Well, I will say this, based on the fact that they played the Charlotte 49ers so far in SMU, I'm not necessarily ready to put them in the top five in college football, but they are off to a fast start. You're absolutely right. I want to go to a team to me that has really been impressive so far this year and the number one name in coaching that's probably going to pop up, Lance Leopold, head coach at Kansas mm-hmm. right now. Steve, this Jayhawks team plays. Who would have thought this? This is a great college basketball game. KU and Duke in Lawrence <laughs> um, between these two teams and Kansas, a seven-and-a-half-point favorite right wow. now. They come back. You know what was so impressive? They're down 14 nothing down against the Cougs in Houston, and they score, uh, you know, 48 points in that one. Really impressive of a come-from-behind win. Now you like this matchup, similar situation here. I, I think, to me, Jalen Daniels has been the difference for this KU team. Yeah, you know, both of those teams right now, they're number two and number three on my list of teams that are, I guess, maybe deserving of a higher power rating based upon how they played on the yard per play basis against their opponents this year. So this is going to be an interesting matchup here. Now I go deeper into the, the Kansas and Duke situations, however, and it would seem to me that the Duke team is perhaps capable of a little more than Kansas at this point. However, because if you look at Kansas, stats, they got some, I call it unsustainable things going on converting two thirds of their third down opportunities, huge turnover uh, edge so far. Uh, Duke is actually converting only, 26 percent of its uh, third down opportunities and still faring very well so i don't know how sustainable those things are for kansas and i think this game is gonna probably be a real tight contest i can't believe we're sitting here week three talking about maryland and kansas as the the the, the, the two schools here that fit this profile steve and by the way we for- got a final four well, listen, I don't think the Terps are getting back there anytime soon. <laughs> Probably not. Again, uh, VEASAN Pro subscribers, uh, you've got to check out. We'll do a deep dive with Steve uh, at, at VEASAN.com for these other schools that would fit the trend. Steve, I don't want you to have to give them all away now. But you, you talked about Kansas. We talked about Maryland. How about Vanderbilt? Because they entered the season here with over-unders of two and a half wins per Caesars, and each won their third game of the season already. They're the first two teams to go over their preseason win total already this season. I mean, Steve, was this something that you could could have seen uh, to forecast? I know sometimes people like to play the low totals, but my goodness, to already hit them yeah. three weeks into the season, Steve, I don't know if anybody saw that coming. Well, if I recall, Vanderbilt's coach said they were going to be the best program in the country. I think those are exact words. Clark Lay, yep. Yeah, Clark Lay. So, uh, obviously, he believed. uh, No, very, very hard to see the Vanderbilt thing. But, however, now, if you go back and you look at their game one against Hawaii, if you project them out as even what would have been a six or eight point favorite in that game, whatever it was, obviously they give them less of a chance to win than what should have been the actual line, probably closer to 20 mm-hmm. uh, as bad as Hawaii has been. So um, probably missed a little bit on that first game and uh, it's probably contributing a lot to uh, what has been a fast start for them. Yeah. It's interesting is if there's an adjusted season win total on Vandy, I'd be curious to see what it is because to Steve's point, they beat Hawaii, they beat Elon, 
uh, lose to Wake Forest and beat Northern Illinois. They came from behind in this one as well. They were down. But I think when you look at the rest of the schedule, it gets very difficult for the Commodores. This is not a team you're going to be able to back to win straight up in too many spots, except when they play at Missouri, because I, I just don't think Missouri is a good football team. But these two teams off to pretty good starts. We'll, we'll see how it plays out the rest of the way. Steve, want to go to the NFL very quickly. I got to ask you about your Packers. <laughs> I, I I know you watched that whole game. There's no way I could stomach watching that game on Sunday night. Um, tell me what you think so far. Minnesota looked absolutely disgraceful on Monday night. Are your Packers winning this division? You know, after week one, I would have said no because there was so much going on there for Minnesota. But you look at how they came out in week two, and you kind of get the the feeling, hey, same old Vikings now. So. Uh, they they basically won what I would consider their Super Bowl in Week One. They were that motivated right. to get off to that start against the Packers. So you come back down into a normal level of motivation and excitement for games. You have to go on the road at Philadelphia, and they they absolutely flat in that game. So and plus, it only took uh, I would say the last three quarters of the Vikings' offense or six quarters of the Vikings' offense have been far from impressive. So. Uh, maybe all it took was a half of watching uh, Kevin O'Connell's new new attack in game field to see that uh, it could be stopped. Yeah, well, you know, it's forget the negativity on the Vikings. Can you make a case for uh, Kirk Cousins' MVP oh. talk for my man Dave Ross oh, here, please? <laughs> you know, ironically, I, I saw an interesting tweet I like this morning about uh, – He's going to now be the spokesperson for Cialis. You can't come up big in the big time. So. Oh, That's a good one. That was very good. Good creativity. Yeah. By the way, the Vikings are plus $1.40 to win that division. The Packers plus $1 now. Okay, so we're talking a lot about the Vikings. In my right. KCA, I can just burn that ticket, Steve. But let's talk very quickly about the last 90 seconds about the Packers because who are they? Are they a defensive first football team, Steve, with the young receivers? And Aaron just kind of guides the offense with the running backs. It feels different from what we've seen in the years past with Devontae Adams now out here in Las Vegas. Yeah, I tell you what, honestly, when you watch that game, is the difference compared to game one. I think the single biggest difference in that game is how involved they got Aaron Jones in the offense. He brings a different dynamic than I know they want to plow, plow with Dylan quite a bit. I'm just not a big fan of it. Aaron Jones is a game breaker. He can take it to the house almost almost any play. He can catch balls out of the backfield. I think he needs to get more touches for this offense to be dynamic, especially with the growing receiving core. I, I absolutely love uh, the commentary there on the Packers and what we're seeing so far. Didn't enjoy the one on Kirk Cousins that much. Steve, great stuff as always. Again, VEASAN Pro subscribers, take a deep dive with Steve on those uh, college football effective stats. Really good work as always. Enjoy the games this weekend, my friend. We'll see you again next week. You guys too. Appreciate it. Thank you. There he is, everybody. Steve Mackinan. Follow him on Twitter, at Steve Mackinan. I will disregard those Kirk Cousins slander that was out there. When we come back, remember, we're going to have Tank Williams at the top of the hour and Carl Paulson in hour number two. Come on back. It is VEASAN Big Bets. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Kick off the football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for every line boost and special. Place it up for week three with Bet Rivers Parlay Insurance and Touchdown Insurance offers each and every Sunday. All season long, build a parlay of at least four legs, and if it loses, get your stake back as a free bet. Up to $25. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown on Sunday Night Football. Get your money back as a free bet if they score at any time during the game. Head over to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app. It is a whole new ballgame. A lot of fun having Steve Mackinan on. Again, VEASAN Pro subscribers, go check it out uh, at VEASAN.com. Great information on some of those teams, like Steve pointed out, i.e. Maryland, Kansas, almost like an adjusted uh, power rankings, if you will, that Steve's already put together for you. On this Wednesday, we like to do win total Wednesdays. It's something you talked about off the top. Vegas has certainly, shall we say, increased the menu as the years have gone on, right? There's more options on said menu. Very, and now, very well put. Thank you. Because, you know, sometimes you like, if you go to a restaurant, I don't want a six-page menu. That means you don't specialize in anything, right? I'd like maybe a two-pager, but you want options. Correct. We're going to give you a good option here. Adjusted win totals here on win total Wednesday. Now, let's look at the, some of the higher ones on the board. The Buccaneers have now been adjusted. This is interesting because they were right around this number, and they are 2-0. and But they, I don't want to say they've underperformed in those wins, but offensively they haven't exactly jumped off the page like the Eagles have. If you've been charting the Eagles, Amal, you could have gotten the Eagles in the summer 8, 8.5, 9 Nine and a half, and now the Bueller number is gone. We're up to 11 and a half on the Fly Eagles fly. Packers, 10 and a half. Rams, 10 and a half. Vikings still holding, but it's plus money, plus a dollar 15, 10 and a half. And then the Niners, nine and a half. I'm stunned to see the Cowboys and the Giants at the same number of eight and a half. We don't know when Super Dak Prescott's going to be coming back. We don't know if he's going to be super. So when you look at the first page of the leaderboard, counselor, which team might you be more apt to play? Well, uh, you know, I think the Buccaneers total is high, and I, I thought you brought up a very good point. I don't think Tampa's been overly impressive. I think the schedule's worked out well. Dallas hasn't looked particularly mm-hmm. strong. Uh, New Orleans, Jameis looked like the old Jameis, what we saw in Tampa in that game against the Buccaneers in that second half. Philly looks great. I like the Packers over 10.5. I still think the 11-6 and six is well within reach of this team. I have some concerns about the Rams at 10.5. Vikings 10.5, uh, that seems a bit optimistic. They yeah. feel like a 10-7 and seven type of team. The Niners, to me, can get over nine and a half wins. I think uh, when you look at them, I think 10 and 7 is a good number for them, maybe 11 and 6, because I think with Jimmy Garoppolo, look, I, nobody criticizes Jimmy Garoppolo more than I do, but what he does give you is efficiency and knows how to manage the game. Mm-hmm. And that's what you need. And I don't think Trey Lance was necessarily at that level yet. Dallas, eight and a half. Uh, I, it feels a bit optimistic, doesn't it? Well, look, you got to play the Giants twice. You've got to play Washington twice. I, I realistically think if they win this game on Monday night, they could go 4-0 right there. That's five wins for them. Wow. Then they got to win four games in the remaining 11 games. So for me, I, I think that's a possibility. Um, that's, again, if you agree on them beating Washington twice and the Giants at least one out of two, uh, two times. You know, I, I look at I'm with you on one team that you already noted, and it was a team that I didn't play this year uh, before the season, but I played them last year, and that was the Packers. Because, again, I'm looking at the division, right? So we already saw they lost to Minnesota. So that's already – you only have one more uh, tough road ahead against Minnesota. We'll find out what Detroit is. They might be better. That could be scrappy two games that they have there. But they already beat the tar out of the Bears once. They're going to do it again. So I kind of like your play in the Packers – over 10 and a half. And it's something I alluded to with Steve Mackinan. It's who doesn't trust Aaron Rodgers? He's the two-time reigning defending uh, MVP. If I don't trust the rest of the receiving core, you know what I do trust? The defense. Yeah. 
And so I think they're going to keep them in a lot of games, and Rodgers will be able to coax enough plays out of the kid receivers to be able to, to manage more games instead of Rodgers going out there saying, I got to light it up. He doesn't have to do that, right? You can rely on the running game, rely on the defense, and maybe win games differently than we've seen in years past. I would agree with you. I think this Packers defense is far better than they get credit for. It's always the focal point of being the offense and Aaron Rodgers. What is Matt LaFleur calling? Uh, but I think this team has a lot more balance than they get credit for. So for me, I'm not, I'm not ready to back uh, down from Green Bay. I still think they're going to have a very good year. Let's go to the second page of the board here in the NFC. Yeah, Dave, we're just going to jump in real quick on yeah. that Packers th- uh, thing. I think this is really a, a kind of hold or fire on that mm. situation right now this week with that game. Depending on how you feel about this game this weekend, uh, you know, you might want to bet the over Amal's talking about if you like the Packers this weekend. Or hold off, maybe see, because they've got a light schedule coming up, just like we just talked about. Patriots at home uh, the following week. Then they got the Giants at home, Jets at home. Then they go on the road from a commander. So that schedule really gets soft here after this game in Tampa. Yeah. You know, Kelly, it's a great point. And if you guys remember last year when they got off to a similar start, terrible week one against the Saints, they come back, they, they win week two. Then they won all those games in the middle, and they were ugly performances. Correct. Right, like the Steeler games, you remember that one? The the, the Christmas Day game against the Browns could have easily lost, and yet they ended up winning 13 games. So they did get a lot of breaks, but I'm with Kelly on that and with you, Amal. If you like the Packers, I think it's a playable number right now. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think this is one you would strongly consider. I still like them to win the division. Look, they did lose that head-to-head, but they got a return trip from the Vikings in the second to last week of the regular season for the division. It may not even matter at that point in time. I think Green Bay is a team because, you know, Sean King talks about this all the time on his show. These teams that don't play their guys in the regular, and sorry, in the preseason, mm-hmm. they have a rough start in the regular season. Now, they had a good game, manageable division game against the Bears. They get that one. They're one and one in the division. This team will be fine long term. I still have some concerns about Minnesota, and I thought Steve brought up a great point, Mackinac, when he was just on with us. Minnesota for the last six quarters has really struggled offensively. The other thing is, as good as Jalen Hurts was, not taking anything away from his performance, I thought guys were running absolutely free in the secondary against the Vikings. It wasn't just a matter of Hurts putting the ball on the money. There was nobody in the area code on these guys. No, and you got to play them differently than the way they defend. The, the Vikings uh, zone did not work against Jalen Hurts. I think you're going to see a lot of teams not trying to get too in the weeds here, but they're going to play a lot. They're going to blitz a lot. And then you'll see if Jalen Hurts can, can really recognize that and pick up those guys. I'd be surprised to see those soft zones like they played on Monday night. Yeah, but when I look at Hurts and how much he's improved his passing game, to me he now becomes a huge dual threat. Mm. That he, Lamar showed it on Sunday against the uh, Dolphins because his passing was very good. And that's what my always positive with Baltimore was that if Lamar plays well in the passing game, he becomes unstoppable. And I think Jalen Hurts has that potential. Now, I don't want to overreact based on two games – but let's see if he can put it together for the course of a season. If his accuracy continues to be at this level, then with his physical strength and his legs, and I, I would say pound for pound, he's probably as tough as any quarterback in the NFL, right? Him and Josh Allen are probably the two strongest guys at quarterback. You don't want to tackle that guy all the time. Mm-hmm. No, that, the, these are two guys. You know, I'm just looking at a replay. It's funny we mentioned Josh Allen. I just saw him throwing down with a stiff arm somebody <laughs> against the Rams here. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's, it's impressive. So to me, it really comes down to, if he can throw the ball with accuracy, then all of a sudden you can't stop him. Well, what, what, what do we see that uh, he was doing? Uh, five hundred pound, uh, six, six hundred pounds. I think it might have been six. Uh, was it was, it five, it was it six. Six hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were stealing my video. Dave, I'm just glad that uh, you know Maul's really fallen into the Jalen Hurts camp. You know, I'm looking forward to that dinner he's going to be buying me here uh, sometime this if season. He oh, get, son of a gun! If I forgot. he doesn't <laughs> get that at any time, you know what? I thought he regular season. But but I will say one thing, Kelly. I am very steadfast in my positions, but I'm not a stubborn person. If I'm wrong, I got no qualms about admitting I'm wrong. And I, and I got to tell you, right now, I could not have been more wrong on Jalen Hurts. He, he does look great. I, I, I always called him uh, Dak Prescott Light coming out of Oklahoma because, like, Dak, had, there's similar features. Now it might be Dak could be Jalen Hurts Light. Like, they're flipping the script. It was the, the foregone conclusion. Dak Prescott's the best quarterback in the NFC East. I think Thank he, God you added the NFC East. <laughs> that, and that was the advantage for the Cowboys coming in, right? I think that people are flipping that narrative now, and they're saying Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback now in the NFC East. Well, I'll put a positive spin for you. Dak Prescott is the second-best quarterback in the NFC East because the rest of the other two guys can't even play, Daniel Jones and uh, Carson Wentz. But that wasn't the pick-me-up I was looking for. (laughs) Hey, use it how you like. I'm just giving you facts. You know, look, to me, I thought the big knock on Jalen Hurts, I watched him play pretty much every game between Alabama and Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. 
he just didn't throw the ball with accuracy. He went and worked out with Jordan Palmer this offseason, yeah. and you can see the vast improvement. I don't know if Jordan Palmer needs anyone to advertise for him more than what Jalen Hurts' accomplishments are. I mean, people should be lining up to go work with him based on what we've seen thus far. Uh, but can he sustain it? Now, look, they played Detroit and they played Minnesota. Neither of these teams are remain, reminding people of the 2000 Ravens or the 85 Bears. So before we sit there and anoint this guy, the man, I, I think we should slow down a little bit. We'll try in hour number two to get some more uh, win total Wednesdays here. But it, I, I think you're, you're right on. You, you got to pump the brakes just a little bit before we anoint some of these people. But we do have a good pro tip in hour number one. And it's something you pointed out, Amal, and it's very smart. Before you just blindly look and say, oh, that team's plus 350 to win the division. They're only one game back. Look at the schedules. Look at the upcoming schedules. Look at the teams as we get into the minutiae of the NFL season. Teams that they've already played, i.e. the Packers, already have one of their tougher games behind them in Minnesota. Right? So before you blindly play some of these at different numbers, realize what the schedule might have uh, coming up in the future. And that's why, even though I have a good number in the Cowboys, look at the Eagles schedule. It looks pretty easy. So... Take that into account before you make those wagers. Come on back at Tank Williams at the top of the hour here on VEASAN Big Bets. Back in a moment. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.